Well, hello, beautiful human. Tina Constant here. Welcome to Waffle Free Storytelling. Now, as always, you know the jibber jab is at the end. So we're jumping right into this week's story, which is called Throwing Rocks. Now, not too far from where you are now, and not too long ago, there was a small village nestled in a valley. For all intents and purposes, this was a happy place to be. People got on with their days and they lived their lives in a friendly sort of way. Generally, the sun rose and the sun set without too much happening. Now halfway up a giant hill that looked down over the valley lived an ancient oracle and a wizard. They'd been watching this village for hundreds of years to the degree that they had grown a huge apple tree both for shade and for food and they had put a bench underneath that tree really for their own comfort. <laughs> On a particularly slow day the oracle and the wizard sat together and the oracle said let's play a game. Let's see, she said, who can change one small thing in the village that'll make most people unhappy? It has to be a small thing, she added. You can't change the weather and you can't change the winds. Just one small thing that really most people would notice. Whoever creates the most misery in the town wins. <laughs> well... The wizard chuckled and agreed to go first. He watched the people interact. He watched them talk. He watched them work and play. And then he noticed a grain store at the edge of the village. And while the people were busy, he took two tiny mice and he put them in the store. Then he leaned back and he folded his arms and he grinned. Let's see what happens now. <laughs> By the end of the week, those two mice had called friends and relatives and made that grain store their own. From two, there were twenty, then two hundred, then two thousand. It was then that the people noticed and the town erupted. Everybody ran. Everybody scurried. They all tried to save the food for winter. Now, for a while, they all cursed and they shouted and they yelled and they blamed each other for letting the mice in. But by the end of the month, they all agreed that actually mice aren't let in anywhere. They just get in when they want to get in. And so they cleaned up the place. They caught the last few mice and things got back to calm and peaceful days. There you go, said the wizard. I made them miserable for a month. What can you do? Ha! The oracle had watched the village through the mouse fiasco. During that time, she noticed one individual who seemed to get more upset than most about really anything. Every time that old man left his house on the edge of the village, he couldn't go more than ten steps without finding something wrong with something and letting the person nearest him know all about it. With a smile on her face, the oracle did one tiny thing. She moved a rock from the side of the path to the middle of the path. As the old man strode out of his house and down his path to collect his mail, he stood on that rock. He howled in pain, then he did what he always did. He looked around for who was to blame for his misfortune. While he searched for an explanation, he let his fury and frustration out on that rock. He kicked it, he stood on it again, and finally he hurled it at his fence, causing the paint to chip and the wood to crack. 
furious at his damaged fence, the old man picked up the rock again and threw it into the lane where it hit his neighbour on the back of his head. Hey! What are you doing? the neighbour yelled. The old man was in so much pain that he ignored the neighbour. He spotted another rock in the lane, stormed out, picked it up and threw it as far as he could. Then, because his feet were still bare, he yelled and swore as he stood on yet another and then another rock. Finally, he stopped focusing on the path and all he did was search for rocks. Every rock he saw, he picked it up and he put it in his pocket. And when his pockets were full, he put them in his bag. He picked up rocks until he had more than his arms could carry. The weight of them was so much that after a while he couldn't move. So he sat in the middle of the path and began to rub those rocks together. What are you doing? the neighbour asked. I'm grinding these rocks to dust, was all the old man said. Well, the people in the village were amazed. And as they walked down the street to the old man's house and they saw him sitting there right in the middle of the lane, they walked by him as best they could. And as you can imagine, this annoyed the old man even more than the rocks themselves. And he took to throwing rocks at everybody who passed him by. <laughs> well, most people dodged them, but some took a hit and they bled. Aware that leaving rocks lying around would give the old man ammunition, <laughs> the people began to pick those rocks up. Soon everyone had arms and pockets so full of rocks that they could hardly move for the weight of it all. Hot and bothered and annoyed, the people soon took to passing the old man by and throwing rocks back at him. Feeling under attack, you can imagine what happened. The old man retaliated. Most of the time, he didn't even wait to see if somebody was going to throw anything at him. He just made it his mission to strike first. It didn't take long before the town was a battlefield. Rocks were thrown from windows and garden paths, market stalls and rooftops. No one knew why they were throwing rocks. It was just the thing they had to do to stay safe. Through all this, the oracle and the wizard watched. It was the wizard who spoke first. He said two small words. You win. Truth be told, the oracle regretted the part she played in this challenge and the downfall of that town, and she and the wizard decided to move on to find another town to watch. By way of an apology, they left the apple tree and the bench behind, and with it the oracle also left a blessing. If anyone in that town ever lifted their heads high enough to see that apple tree blooming year in and year out, They'd forget the rocks and find their way out of the valley to the top of the hill. Only one person in that village needed to make it to the top of the hill for the curse to be broken. But to this day, as far as anyone knows, that curse is not only alive and well, but it's spreading fast from village to village, town to town. The tree, though, that one that can break the curse, the one with a bench beneath it, it still blooms, it still waits to be seen, it still waits to be noticed. All it takes is one person to look up and stop throwing rocks. All right, oh my goodness. Hey, how's your week been? 
what day is it today for you? Hope the sun has been shining and the rain has been falling in all the right places. And uh, if there's somebody in particular that is throwing rocks at you or that you are throwing rocks at, <laughs> take a break and look up. Look for that apple tree on the top of the hill and go and sit on the bench and have a chat. Hey, all right, have a beautiful, beautiful, splendid day. I am off to uh, brew a mug of something. Maybe take the dogs for a walk, not sure. And uh, i see you next week. Bye-bye now.